Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Strevens, and this is Take 3. And joining me on the show this afternoon was my friend, Ali Stone. We were down at Hey You Studios in South Edmonton. Shouts out to them. Uh, if you're looking to do any kind of photography, videography, you know, portrait sessions, whatever, podcasts, uh, this is a great place to check out. That's Hey You Studios. And this episode, I think, was a little bit uh, kind of more in line with what we saw with Mark Malikoff and Thermal Intelligence, where we, we took about an hour to really drill down on the guests' business and, and what it is that they do essentially for a living. Um, you know, Ali... Ali was actually the first person who ever hired me as a, a video freelancer. So uh, we've known each other a long time and I can say she's a compassionate person and she truly believes in, in what she's offering and what she's selling. So what it is that she's offering and selling is, is you know, le- leadership consultation, leadership coaching, mentoring, uh, public speaking, all those sorts of things uh, where if you're someone who's looking to take the next step in their career or if you're in a management leadership position at your work and you need to you know, improve that or find ways to maybe improve yourself so that you can, you can, you can go further in your career. I think Allie is the person to talk to. So I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth beyond my own, and I don't want to speak for Allie. So I hope you enjoy this conversation where we really kind of get down, get to drill down on the philosophy behind her business, uh, who she is and why she believes in what she's doing and what this next step is for her. So the inspired leader, that's her brand. Uh, This is a, a new venture for her. You know, she's leaving, she's transitioning out of her old career. She's kind of had some, some bumps along the way with, with getting going on this. And we talk about all of that. So it's really a chance for, for you to understand who this person is and, uh, Truly, I can say she's a compassionate person and she believes in what she's doing. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope that maybe if you're in the position uh, where you want to advance in your career or advance as a leader, public speaker, whatever that may be, if you require some mentorship, um, especially women in business, I think is who Allie's targeting. Uh, Hope you'll consider Allie. Hope you'll enjoy this conversation with my friend, the inspired leader, Allie Stone. Thanks, Allie, for doing this. It's good to do it in person this time. I know. Uh, it's weird that we're actually in the same room and not on mm-hmm. the other side of a computer screen. Right. This is very foreign. It is foreign. <laughs> and it's, it's been the last few years of this, This, yeah. you know, and you, did you start your podcast during the pandemic? Yeah. Right after the first, like, big shutdown. Okay. Um, it was just kind of a way to stay connected. Right. It really wasn't meant to go anywhere. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to. And so, right. yeah, it was all, it, I actually, no, I've never done an episode in person. Oh, do you Isn't want that to? crazy? It is crazy. Uh, yeah, totally. You, yeah. This is good. I like this. This is nice. This yes. is, yeah. So, and we just got finished recording a kind of a short little podcast for your, for your brand and yeah. the whole book, we should go there first. Cause I think the book's pretty cool, but the whole book was done virtually. So you're mm-hmm. featured in this book that was put together kind of long distance. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh. A really interesting experience. I mean, so, um, you know, I'm part of uh, a book called Women Driving Change with the Universal Women's Network. And basically, it's a uh, hundred women leading change in different ways okay. in the world. Yeah. And their stories are kind of highlighted in this book. And so um, when the writer of the book, Monica Kreshner, just 
decided that she was going to put this book together, COVID wasn't really a thing, (laughs) (laughs) right? And and photo shoots would have been, would have been easy to do. Um, And obviously all of these kind of things got in the way. And so she figured out a way to do virtual photo shoots. So all the photos in the entire book are shot through iPhones and and galaxies or whatever, but in people's homes all through the internet. Um, (laughs) And I wasn't sure. (laughs) I remember you had like, your doubts. You had your doubts. I don't know how this is gonna turn out, and it's amazing. Like it's crazy how um, how far technology's come, yep. and how like innovative and creative, like just even us as human beings have gotten totally. in all of this. Like we've really had to learn how to flex, you know, our mm-hmm. creativity muscles, and just like get out there in the world. And and yeah. that's such a cool example of how that's happened. So, okay. Cause yeah. you, you were saying like you put the, the phone on a tripod and the photographer logged into your phone. Literally. Yeah. So there's like an app and okay. then she was able to take the photos in high res okay. and, and download them. It took like an hour after cause they were so, there mm-hmm. was so much data going through. So I don't know if that like screwed my bill, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see anything, but, um, but yeah, it all went through a, like a, a photography app and, okay. and she just downloaded everything and then kind of just sent some proofs back and yeah. away we went and it was like, it was awesome. Yeah. When, when Monica approached you to do the book, were you, had you already broken off on your own on this kind of new journey in your career? Like what's the timeline there? Yeah. Yeah. So I had, so I'd already started with the inspired leader. And so how I met Monica was, um, because I was nominated for as a woman of inspiration for her awards. Mm. And so it's very interesting because this book is separate, um, from the woman of inspiration awards. Oh, okay. And a lot of people think it's like, right, <laughs> like I thought it was. Thing. Yeah. So I don't even know if I won an award yet, oh. <laughs> which is crazy. So I just got, notification that I've made the finalists. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think they had, you know, hundreds of applications and they took it down to about a quarter. Okay. Um, and so now uh, we're just kind of waiting for like the announcing awards on November 13th. So that's gotcha. like another really cool thing that might yeah. be maybe coming my way. Right. Or I'll be having a sad pity party. <laughs> right. You were saying either way, you're going to be drinking a bunch of wine. Either way, I'm drinking wine. <laughs> it's, it's a win-win really. <laughs> it's just an opportunity to celebrate. <laughs> right. That's right. Celebrate whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And do some karaoke. I and hear. do some karaoke. Yeah. Nice. You know. Right. <laughs> Oof. So I guess Inspired Leader kind of came about in the last how many years? Like. So I would say it's been formulating in my mind for probably about the last five years inside of Original Joe's. And I've been kind of ruminating on this idea of eventually sharing, you know, what I do as a leader inside of that organization with the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been it's been quite the journey, (laughs) a lot of mentorship, a lot of um, taking young leaders and helping them find their career, find their path and grow Mm -hmm. into like meaningful leaders and have careers that they're proud of and where they can create a life for themselves. And, uh, so I've been doing this for like 10 years, just inside of an organization. Right. And so the thought that I could potentially take it outside of it was, um, scary. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) And so it sat back here for a long time. (laughs) Okay. That, which is typical, (laughs) right? With entrepreneurship is like to take the leap is to, is to truly take the leap Yeah, to believe that you can do it. Yes, exactly. And so you and I have kind of had this conversation, but like we go through like, you know, we go through these phases as an entrepreneur and we go through these phases as a leader where we have to like at some point let go of the shore and let go of what we know totally, and figure out how like we're going to, how we're going to venture to new land. Right. And so like, I'm kind of in that phase right now and it's 
fun and it's exciting and there's lots going on, mm -hmm. but there's lots of challenges with it too, as with any entrepreneurial right. venture. Yeah. Um, but it's like, like overall, I've been having a really good time with it and it's just, it's just been, yeah, every day is an adventure. Like I feel like I wake yeah. up every day and I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen today. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy way to live, but I don't know if it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a fun way to live, I guess. It it's, it'd be different, I guess, if we had more people depending on us or if we had whatever, yeah. higher overhead, you know, bills yeah. to pay all that sort of stuff. But I guess I'm curious, like you started at Original Joe's how many years ago? Uh, 16 and a half years ago now. And the, and the leadership thing, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. The leadership thing was just part of your duties or became something that you pursued in your role? Yeah. So uh, this is an interesting story because I, I just, I became really passionate about leadership. So when mm -hmm. I was uh, younger in the industry, um, I learned a lot of things I didn't want to do. Uh, right. <laughs> right. And had yeah. a lot of leaders around me that, um, you know, maybe just a little bit more like old school type of mentality. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, uh, especially for the industry I was in, that there could be a shift and there could be a shift in awareness of the way that we handled people and the way that we connected with each other sure, and sure. that people didn't have to just be numbers, right? And like, there mm -hmm. could be so much more to business than that. And um, yes, yeah, so I got really interested to see if it was possible, if other people believed that. So really, mm -hmm. I just started off by learning. And I was reading on my own and just, and then I, and then I just got like super inspired. Mm. <laughs> and so I came, came back to the organization, like, you know, as a leader and said to my partners, I was like, I think we need to craft like a leadership model that exists mm. within our organization okay. that teaches this principle of people and like this people first. And we're right. kind of like all in this together and like. It's not about, you know, an owner and somebody takes the, all the pay home and, right. you know, we're very, we're, we're, we very much try to share as much as we can okay. with people in our organization. We do partnership deals. Like we do crazy things that a lot of restaurants don't do. Okay. Um, and that's all in the spirit of believing in the people that mm. work with us. And for me, um, it's been so successful, <laughs> you know, it's been yeah. so incredibly successful and fulfilling and I've just like had the most incredible career, which is crazy that I'm walking away from it <laughs> in some regards. Well, yeah. Um, but I always say you should walk away on a high note, true, true. <laughs> not on a low note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen the success and I've seen mm. um, so many people reap the rewards and the benefit of that type of leadership mm -hmm. that it's just, I feel called to share it with other leaders, yeah. to share it with other organizations because your life can be so much more beautiful. Like mm. your experience of work is a direct reflection of how your experience at home is going to be as well. If you go to sure. work every day and it's terrible <laughs> and you hate it, right. Right. you're not going to be happy when you come home, mm -hmm. right? And and there are ways to lead and live and run organizations mm. that that doesn't have to be the story mm. for you. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've spent many years unlocking that key and want to share it now so we went over this it's unlocking the door oh yes it's sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to do that to you after this beautiful statement that you made and then oh no you fucked up this is what i do though i'm a little like verbally <laughs> <laughs> a little like uh, obsessive i guess yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's okay thank you for correcting me oh <laughs> well, my, my pleasure if, if nothing if else there's you, anything you can do yeah exactly yeah. right <laughs> So what is it that people maybe get wrong about leadership or what is it that you do at Original Joe's that's leadership? Like, it sounds like it's people first. It's, you know, 
a one-on-one solution with each each person that you lead or, or what does that look like um well i would say we're a family like mm. we're super integrated and so i'll like i'll back you up i don't want to say that other people are wrong so sure. if that's the way they want to lead okay. um and that's their focus and that's what they believe then that's cool right like yeah. it's just not my sure sure my thing and that's okay i'm okay with standing in that and they need to be okay with standing in that mm. um for me it's like a full integration thing though, right? Like I want to be, like I said, I want to be able to go home and right. be happy, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, I want to feel that and I want to be able to walk into any of our restaurants and feel that connection. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's really important to me. So like as far as how that develops, I mean, yes, there's a lot of like one-on-one mentorship, but mm-hmm. there is a ton of collaboration in mm-hmm. our organization. So mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time uh, sharing, collaborating, getting the opinions of as many people as we can okay. before we make decisions so sure. that, you know, I mean, it's not a complete, <laughs> you know, by consensus, obviously we have to make decisions as leaders, way, but, yeah. but we want to make sure that people's voices are heard. And when people oh. feel heard, they feel respected, they feel safe, they mm-hmm. feel comfortable to come to us with issues. And, and if we can have teams and organizations that are built on that mm. can you just imagine what's possible well yeah right exactly right like, where, where people feel like they're building up into something you know bigger than them i guess and, and something that i guess the balance i'm trying to i'm unfamiliar with like i don't work as an employee so it's mm-hmm. everything i do is is for me in a sense but how is there a way that you make people that are employed they're on salary they're on hourly you're still building, you're still getting some kickbacks that are bigger than that. Like, is that part of it? Like we all come under, we're all a family. Yeah. You know? And I think, uh, yeah, you're totally like keying on that, but like, I'm sure you get this, uh, through what you do is like, you know, you're, you're helping me build the inspired leader right now. Right. So like, we're kind of working together on that. You're going to feel a bit of a sense of contribution to that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. As it grows and things happen and you're going to get excited about that too, because you're a part of that. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I think like there's this piece of purpose and meaning that can really exist Mm -hmm. when we connect and align, you have to align, but your values and, and, and what you're looking for in life. And so, the people that we bring in, I mean, we can get really technical, but the people that we bring into our organization, we spend a lot of time thinking and sussing out what their values are and, mm-hmm. and, and what kind of people they are and thinking about whether or not that connects with who we are, mm-hmm. right? Because if sure. we hire somebody that's completely disconnected, we're going to have problems. Like, And that's okay. And I'm not saying that we have to have like the same people, no, no. but just aligned like you know like we're all kind of like moving towards the same place they believe in other people they want to take care of people they they want to be a part of something bigger they like Mm. you know for us a big thing is taking care of community they like that kind of stuff if somebody's Mm -hmm. like oh no like i don't got time for that yeah yeah probably you're you probably fit better somewhere else and that's Mm. cool there's nothing wrong with that right but Mm. Finding this alignment, I think whatever your values are is so incredibly important as you go out and create a career for yourself to create that like integration and happiness. Hmm. So it it really starts with picking the right people to be on the team in the first place then. Yes. And the team should pick us too. Right. Like I think they have every right to do that too. Hmm. Right. Like when, when I'm in an interview with somebody, I'm like, you're interviewing me just as much as I'm interviewing you. And I want you to be really clear about that. Like Mm. this has to be, (laughs) if this is going to work, we're going to spend a lot of time together. (laughs) Right. Right. We better think, you know, similarly at least, or be able to at least see. Yeah. So that's interesting. Hey, it's like you seek to build a team around a a set of values then. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it's not the same, it's values. Mm-hmm. So we can challenge each other when we're out of alignment with those values. We can ask each other questions mm-hmm. that bring us back to what our, our guideposts are. And right. so it's not that we hire people that don't speak up or don't, sure. <laughs> aren't afraid to give us their opinion. Yeah. They, they do it in a way that's caring, like caring towards the greater goal, if mm. that makes sense. Like they understand where we're all going together and we understand yes. and we would question them on that too, right? Hmm. So, Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier this summer when I was, I do like a, people who listen might know that I do like a, a monthly episode where it's just me rambling about shit. Yeah. And I thought like, it's hard because to assume that, and I don't know where we sit religiously, you and I, well, I know where I sit, but the, to say, do these values come down from, from on high from like, we just assume that there's like this religious metaphysical set of values or like, do we just, as people like, do you at Joe's just set them and say, this is what it is. And you can, you can come under them or, or you can choose not to, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Well, I mean, you set organizational values. Yes. For sure. Um, but I guess I'll just speak personally to mm. myself, but I feel like throughout my life, my values have evolved. Mm. So as I've grown and I've matured and, and learned or expanded the lens through mm-hmm. which I see the world, my, my values have evolved. So, okay, that's cool. you know, something that's a big value for me right now is courage. And I think mm. that that's super important in my life because if I'm not courageous in what I'm doing, mm. I'm probably not going to achieve the goals that I've set out to achieve right now, Right. But there might come a point where I'm like, you know what, that that can maybe sit a little on the back burner. Maybe mm. something else comes a little more like to the front for me. Interesting. So I think like, you know, these things are always evolving. And so like if you have an organization that has values and really believes in them and they're strong values, mm-hmm. they don't have to be the same. They just have to like be able to, like I keep saying, just to kind of to come along with them, to align with them. Right, right. Um, but in such a way that creates an environment where we can challenge the status quo. For sure. So I think there's a really careful line. Yeah. No, I like that. And it's almost like the the value itself can evolve. Like you hold it, but also it's like courage now might mean something uh, different to you depending on the situation or 10 years down the road when there's different things at stake, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And so there's a fine line. Like you walk with um, values and alignment because some people think that's like being just like you <laughs> or like, right. or you know what I mean? Being like, Oh, okay, Patrick. Yes, I know. Courage is so important to you. So yeah. I'm going to come with you on that. But <laughs> values is like, it's like respecting each other, right? Mm. Understanding where each other stands and right. learning to work together on that. And I think that that's a really beautiful thing when that starts happening. And that's where I think the magic of leadership happens mm. because then we can get creative. We can get innovative. Right. We can start to like, really challenge each other in ways that are that are safe right Mm, and it's as soon as we don't feel safe we close down and we won't share who we are or ideas or like right so so there's there's so many aspects uh to all of this but um understanding people understanding values and understanding how to align and come together is is so pivotal it's the key to unlocking the door sure i'll give it to you (laughs) I'm never going to get it. Well, no, you got it. You got okay. it. There. Values are the key to unlocking the door of, 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 of leadership, yeah. right? So what then inspired leader? What, why did you choose that as a brand? Inspired? Mm. Why that? Well, I'm often inspired. Mm. And so this is an interesting thing. I actually just wondered this right as we were starting the podcast. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to get emotional. 
Uh-oh. So I get a little bit emotional about leadership. Okay. And I'm often inspired by either something maybe I did or my husband did or other people have done. Mm-hmm. And I find that I have this um, lens that I see things in the world that mm-hmm. like moves me a lot when it comes to the way people show up or what they're bringing to the world mm. or how they're they're challenging things in their world and um yeah so inspired is a big word for me okay. i love it yeah i think it touches my heart and so i wanted to have that word in the company because i think if we can be inspired as leaders mm-hmm. um we're we're challenged to continue to do more to grow more to be more to sure. show up differently um, uninspired is stagnant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? There's nothing like, driving it. No. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so it was an important word for me that I felt like if that was part of the core of, of who I was and how I like to show up, it would be really good to be part of the core of the company. So right on. So what, yeah. what inspires you then? Oh, well, what's, what <laughs> inspires you, let's say right now or these days? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. help me out here. Big question. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, what have I been inspired by lately? Well, I've been very inspired by, um, this women driving change book. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. like this has been an incredible experience. So, you know, there's a hundred women mm. in this book who have taken the leap to share their stories and some of them never shared their stories, right? Like openly oh, okay. and publicly like this. And, um, even for me, like some of the things I wrote in that book, I have not written like that ever. Oh, wow. Um, and so it was just uh, going through and reading it and just seeing that there are other women out there that are willing to share with the world what their journey has been, what they've been through, um, I think actually inspires a movement, which is is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm often inspired by just the leaders around me and how they show up every day, like mm. through COVID. Yeah, oh man. Every day is like a pivot or, you know, a change. Or like yeah. we feel like we get something together and then something changes with regulations or whatever. And I watch these leaders in Original Joe's and the organization every day show up and be like, okay. Right. All right, let's figure it out. Let's go do it. Like, and I, I and I often say to my business partner, I'm like, man, like these guys are this is incredible mm-hmm. how inspired they are to just keep moving through what I would call this muck, <laughs> this like Truly. never ending yeah. swamp, right? Yeah. For businesses. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and they're doing it in such, such a beautiful, inspiring way. They're keeping their teams involved. Yeah. They're keeping them happy. Like to me, that's like, that's like the core of, mm. of a beautiful leadership experience. So Um, that's very inspiring to me right now too. Okay. So it's like people's, I've been trying to narrow this down. Like what is it about people that just, we just keep going in a lot of, like Mm. most people that you know, just, I don't know anyone that ever has fully given up and just whatever. Well, I don't even know what that would look like really. Like there's always some party, some, some fire that keeps burning. And it's, it's crazy to me that there's people that are like employed at a company that work that hard for something else. But why, why do you think like, what is that in us that keeps going? It seems to inspire you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the word for it is intrinsic motivation. So it's mm. like a motivation sure. that comes from inside of you. Mm-hmm. And um, it goes back to where I started. It mm. goes back to alignment, to alignment of values, to feeling like you're connected mm. to something together. Like right. when we feel... So think about this in the times in your life where you have felt like you're standing out on an island on your own 
Mm. Like, how does that make you feel? Yeah, you, you're kind of, the purpose is gone. The the, yeah. the, the why, you know. Yeah. And so when you, then when you think about, okay, maybe I'm standing on an island, but I'm standing on an island with these like 20, 30 people sure. who like all have my back. Mm. Well, I get pretty fired up to go do that every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You know? And so I think there's like, um, mm. when you can, when you can find your like tribe or your yeah. community or your people, um, you're, you're motivated whether you're working for somebody or not, whether mm-hmm. you're doing, whether you're going out and doing your own thing or you're working for a, a large organization. I even think people, you know, we get this like government <laughs> employees that can be really tough, right? Sure. For oh, people. I see. Like resigned to the, because you're getting this awesome, you know, package yep. at the end and you're like, just going to kind of write it. But I've also met um, people working for the government who are super fired up about what they're doing. And mm. it's because they've created that community. They've found that alignment in what they're doing and mm. they, they love it. Right. And so a lot of it is like, well, what are we going to do with our lives? Right. At some point we have to make a personal decision yeah. as yep. to how we're going to show up. And <laughs> you know, you do, you make it every day, right? You do. Yeah. And that, actually I think that's the cool thing because every day you can choose again. True. You know? Yeah. Like you had a crappy day today. Yep. Well, Let's see what happens tomorrow. Right. right? Like, right. Yeah. That's, I just learned a lot in that, however long that was, 30 <laughs> seconds. We're like, cause I'm, I'm so, da- I'm so down on the, the tribalism thing that kind of rules our world. Like you're anti-vax, pro-vax, you're mm-hmm. black, you're white, you're left, you're right. That divides us and, and causes conflict. But maybe the positive side of tribalism is it's like, okay, I'm choosing who's in the group and we are all aligned under these values and we're going to try and do some good for the world mm-hmm. or for the community at large, maybe. Yeah. That was what it was meant to be, Patrick. Not <laughs> not for like a negative means or for like to make the world a, a crappier place. Right. That wasn't why it was created. But a lot of people have done that, right? Well, and for so sure. It's, so it is easy to get down on that. Mm-hmm. But I tend to think about that like, and you're talking about that, you know, in, in still a little, like a little bit of a separation way, but I tend to think when we're working together to make the world a better place, we're not separating. Yeah. We're actually bringing people in and we're saying, Hey, like we can do this. We can change things. We can, we can lead in different ways that create like this really incredible experience of life for all of us. And that's, that's welcoming. That's not closing a door and saying, if you don't believe this, you can't come in this door. Right. 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 It's so. still, yeah, it's, it's maybe I'm splitting hairs or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're all here in this tribe doing this thing, but that doesn't mean you can't join us or you can't work with us. Like the, the hard in and out maybe is the problem. Yeah, that, that is the problem. Yeah. I think that is. And like segregation and it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't believe this, you can't be a part of this. Right. If somebody says that to you, I would question that. Right. And yeah. so I said this over and over, but it's like, for us, it's like alignment. It's, you don't have to believe exactly what we believe. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But do you believe enough to come with us on that adventure? Right? right. Do you believe enough? Could you at least could you at least see it our way? Or yeah. could you at least hold in your in your mind two different beliefs? To, yeah. To... Or can can we hold yours? Right. Right? right. And and do can we come with you on that adventure? Right. Yeah, cool. Let's go do it. Right? Hmm. Like that door is never fully closed for us. So Right. Yeah. So you're you're getting ready to walk away from from that career. Mm-hmm. And so, and of course there's all that, you know, dread and fear, but then there's also the ultimate or the, uh, unending potential of, of going somewhere new. What does it, what does it look like to you to be fully in the inspired leader and, and away from, from your current, where you're kind of too, you're kind of balancing it all. Right. And you yeah. want to go full on with, yeah. with the leadership. So I'm still balancing. So I'm training, 
I'm currently training out my role in okay. original Joe's. So I've hired somebody to replace me. Mm. She's amazing. <laughs> and so um, she's going to do really well. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's still going to take some time. I'm going to need to mentor her. Mm-hmm. Um, running an organization isn't an easy gig to take right. over. Right. How many, <laughs> how many stores... Girl. Uh, we have 12, 12 that, yeah. you, that you oversee. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big job, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces, but I think ultimately, um, when I move out, uh, I mean, I'm still going to be partnered in original Joe's. I'm just not okay. going to actually work in it. Right, um, okay. but I see the inspired leader as, uh, as a, as a consulting firm where I, where I work with other leaders and other organizations mm-hmm. and help them to see this, mm. all these things that I've been talking about this, like, this idea of a people-centered, people-first type of leader yeah. who can who can get people in their organization believing in this like bigger vision and everybody moving towards, you know, your ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of coaching, so I'm already doing that. I do a lot of executive and leadership coaching with people. Mm-hmm. I help leaders even just in their day-to-day <laughs> issues and help them move through their weeks. And mm-hmm. that's like super exciting because that's where like, I feel like the real magic happens hmm. when you kind of help people get into the minutia of how they're showing up every day. Um, so that's been really exciting. So I've already been kind of stepping into that. And um, I also think uh, I'll probably end up doing a lot of public speaking because oh. through all of the years with original Joe's, mm-hmm. um, I just have so many incredible stories to tell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. From yeah. all those years and the moments and uh, creating that culture and that leadership vision and just bringing that to life some of the most incredible things in my life have happened mm. through that experience. And I think it should be shared with the world. So. Right. You should write a book. I will. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, I say that, I mean, I just wrote whatever five pages in that book and that was like, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I can't believe how hard that was. Who writes a book? Right. <laughs> so, but I mean, well, I don't know who writes a book. I've, yeah. I've thought about it, but yeah, again, it's a lot. I I mean, I think somebody would have to actually like quit their job for like six months to like actually right. write a book. Right. Because you, you think maybe you've got the material in there, but to get it out and organize it and to let it and then edit. and Yeah. It's, yeah. It'd be like making a movie, I guess. Yeah. It's crazy. My friend Jeremy Amiet just wrote a book. Um, uh, I'm going to get his title wrong, but it's about resilience. Okay. And I read it and I was like, this is so good. I was like, how did you get your thoughts out like this? And so I was like really proud of him. But I was like, yeah. but it sounds like it was at least a couple year process for him I too, bet. right? So wow. yeah, it, it's just, I think if you decide in your heart you want to write a book, um, you have to commit to it and, and know that that's going to be a long, it's like a marriage. Yeah, it is at a marriage. At least a mini marriage. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a short, a quick one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For merit in marriage terms, but yeah. So, what is it then when someone when who's kind of your I guess the short way is who's your ideal client, but maybe who are the people that you would love to to serve? Like who are the who's the sort of person that you're looking to sort of basically provide your services to and help them become a better leader? Yeah. Uh, well, I would say anybody who has a team mm. for sure. Mm. Like if you work with a team of people. I can help you see around corners that will help you navigate any kind of situations you face with your team <laughs> yeah. that will help you guys come together and grow and work closer together and ultimately be more successful. Mm-hmm. The thing that really happened with that for us is that the level of success just, it was like exponential. It was like 
getting getting a snowball rolling and it just kept growing once we figured out how to connect with people and 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 be aligned in what we were doing so i'd say anybody with a team um small to medium businesses is probably going to be my sweet spot okay. mm-hmm. um you know and i i love working with leaders who are passionate about what they do so like mm. they already have a good career they right. like it they they're happy but they know it could be better. That's what I always say. You like you, you know it could be better. And that was where I was at when I started on this journey mm. with Original Joe's. And I was like, I like it, but I know it could be better. And then when I figured it out, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. <laughs> right, right. And so it does exist. Mm. And um, I, it felt a little ethereal to me at first. But sure. once I figured it out, I was like, oh, wow, this is like, you can have it all. You can have it all in your career. And you can... Uh, be successful and you can have an awesome home life and you can like you can integrate all of these things and um it just takes a little work a little understanding and a little bit of intention as to how we show up as leaders interesting yeah a lot of like it's possible for anybody possible for anybody you hear that folks (laughs) anybody can do it they just need Allie to to whip them into shape i guess so uh, that's interesting you lose the word like integrate and the word alignment is that Mm -hmm. to me i think that's the step that I made during the pandemic was aligning myself with what I needed to do. And the question of like, where, what would I do and why should I do it? And when will I do it? Was there was never a question because like, this is what I want. This is what it's going to take to get there. And it all just, it became easier to live life when I looked at it in a straight, that doesn't make much sense to anybody outside of my brain, (laughs) but is there, is it alignment integration? uh, uh, Simplifying, maybe taking a path of least resistance, being yourself. Is that, yeah. Am I getting somewhere with it's this? It's huge. Yeah. I mean, for me, like anybody who works with me, you're going to know who I am. I, like, I'm mm. not going to hide who I am mm-hmm. for you. I'm not going to, you know, and it's, some people want that. They want a company to show up and be like, and not that I, I wouldn't be professional, mm-hmm. um, but like, you're going to get me. You're going to get the heart of me. I'm going to share my stories and mm. my experiences with you. I'm going to mm-hmm. share my failures okay. with you. I'm going to tell you about the things that really sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully I can help you navigate those if those come up for you as well. Because mm. I mean, like I'm sitting here saying it's been really successful, but it hasn't been without its, <laughs> without <laughs> sure. its yeah, like we were major road bumps yeah. sometimes, right? And that that's the reality of life. And mm. it's all about like how we navigate those things mm-hmm. and how we choose to see them right and how we're how we how we choose to like respond when they show up mm-hmm. so um, okay yeah. i guess to be more direct on that question it was like what what do you offer these leaders like are you like do you how deep into it do you go like you tell them like you need to get your sleep and diet in order or, or do we go or was it like a, a level up from from that yeah no i would go pretty intense with you for yeah. sure so i actually think if you if you don't take care of yourself you mm-hmm. can't take care of other people right. so there's a very yeah. like 100%. entry level layer there that i'm gonna like dive deep into like how you're taking care of yourself how you're how you're showing up to work what mm-hmm. are you doing to prepare for work each day because if we don't even have those like kind of basic things right. down like our routines and and our self-care routines we can't really lead no i mean a lot of people think we can and um, you'll get by for a bit, but these are, these are the CEOs who get sick and, you know, mm. like have a heart attack or have all this stress and, and, and it doesn't have to be that way, I mm-hmm. guess is what I keep saying. And so, yeah, so I really start with, you know, kind of like who you are, how you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then we start to work into like, 
how are you leading? How are you talking to your people? What kind of, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, ways are you connecting? How do you hire? What are your policies in your company that take right. care of people? How do you, and so we just kind of like dive into all of these things together and really mm-hmm. start to explore everything, but with this people forward, people first kind of mentality in mind. Mm-hmm. And then measure the KPIs, right? Like start with, sure. okay, where are you at? Why did you come to yeah. me? What are the struggles? And in six months time, let's, let's measure. Let's like mm. do some, let's have some interviews with some of your team. Let's, right. let's look at some of your P&Ls. Let's see what's changed for you because mm. it, I mean, the results have been there for me all these years. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting that you, that you have metrics that you use to, and that's one thing I can't apply it to the same thing as you, but for me, like I track sleep, food, workouts, mm-hmm. whatever, how much time am I spending doing this or that? And to be able to see yourself on a timeline, then you can really, is the progress real or am I just fooling myself? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cause sometimes we're doing things and we think they're really good for us, yeah. but they're, oh, yeah. they're <laughs> like right now, not. this is going well, right? No, I think this it is. is going but, well. yeah. <laughs> right. But no, that's so true. Right. And mm-hmm. even, um, like a, an example, you know, a, a few years ago I was I was running mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to run half marathons. Okay. And so I started kind of like on this journey. I got so fit, like mm. as the fittest I'd been since like my early 20s. And I was feeling so uh, good, you know, when I looked at myself, but I couldn't walk down the stairs. Like I was oh, so tight were... and sore. Oh, it was actually okay. my foot. Oh. And so I ended up with two heel spurs in my left foot that have never fully healed. I had to stop running. And so I ran myself to the point of, like breaking my body down. Right. And that was a really interesting lesson for me. Yeah. And I really no I, I related it to my leadership. And I thought, oh my gosh, like there have been lots of times that I've mm. done this or I've pushed so hard yeah. at some things that um, to, to the breaking point, right? And so right. there are huh. like, there are ways to look at this and think about it, you know, in relation to everything that happens in your life. But this was, that was a big one for me. <laughs> And a big realization that a reality check, huh? We think we're, yeah, we think we're superheroes, but why do we have to be? No, it, that's <laughs> the whole thing about being human is that you're valuable and in, yeah. not invincible and uh, interesting. So you just, you, you look great, but you had actually done some damage to your body. That's a great like big time metaphor. Yeah. 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 Wow. Big time damage and like still haven't healed from it. Huh. And so I, I haven't ran since then, but hmm. I've since figured out you know, now I, now I cross train, I have a personal trainer and I, I feel amazing again. Um, but that was a whole journey. And again, like a speed bump, right. Mm -hmm. And you decide how you're going to navigate that in your own life. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. I had a similar reality check that I'm not going to tell the story, but sometimes when they happen, it's like, yeah, man, I was thinking that for so long. (laughs) What it was was I. Some friends asked me to play uh, some music at their baby shower, and I thought, well, I got a drum kit. I'll bring the drum kit. I got there. I'm like, what would make me think that I was gonna set up a drum kit in this fucking yard where we're having a baby shower? And then it was like, oh shit, I haven't practiced my songs on guitar, and now I'm dying up here. So I got way too drunk. (laughs) Stayed up till seven in the morning, and just it was terrible. It was it was a lot of fun, but it was. The this reality... is the baby shower. I heard about this baby shower. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You told me you were really hungover, and I was like, oh, oh well, that right. was an interesting baby shower. Right. So That's now I different... know why. Right. I was having <laughs> issues. But I guess the if I'm if I could tie it back, it's like I thought that I would be this one thing and I would show up this way. And even when I was so secure in that, and then I the, it shattered in an instant. I was like, yeah. oh fuck. Yeah. You know? 
And I mean, like, that's part of our human condition. We can get really, like, caught up in, like, mm-hmm. things have to be a certain way or we're going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think to lead mm-hmm. from your heart, you have to be really open to the experiences the world is going to throw at you right. and how you're going to respond to them. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Or, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. It's like an openness to the universe and, and seeing yourself as... I've rambled about this earlier, but it's like the energy of the universe, whatever it is, flows through me and I'm actually part of the whole thing rather than being like something that thinks I'm going to stop it. Like I can direct it maybe, but this is pretty out there. But I think that's ultimately it, right? Like the leader is just put in the position to kind of do this in my mind yes yeah yeah for sure you're just a conduit right like i as a leader like (laughs) i I don't as soon as i start to think i'm in control Mm -hmm. i'm in the wrong headspace ah i'm not in control (laughs) like i'm here to like help everybody else be in control of where they want to go right i'm here to help guide them but like i don't want to be in control of it all Mm-hmm. The leaders who want to be in control of it all, that's a different kind of leading in my mind, right? Yeah. This yeah. is about, yeah, being open to everybody coming together. I mean, we're obviously still going to have to make decisions. Right. We're still like those, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's, it's so collaborative for me, mm. the way I lead. And you said to me earlier before we started, you said leadership is actually really easy. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> say that, but listen, you still need to pay and you still need to get a professional <laughs> consult, but... In theory, it is kind of easy because I was going to ask you, we don't have to name names, but in your previous leadership venture, I felt like the the, the theme there, because I sat through two days of shooting Mm -hmm. with you guys, the the theme there was a real deep dive in the self. And I... Obviously, that's useful. Yeah. But is is there something else with leadership where you do a deep dive in another direction almost to, to, like I say, channel... You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. get out of your own head a little bit and be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so it's the starting point, right? You have to know who mm-hmm. you are sure. if you're gonna lead. Like you have to, but that's mm-hmm. the starting point. But if you're going to become, and like I haven't even said this yet, but the word I use is transcendence. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna become a transcendent leader, mm-hmm. you have to learn how to step out of your ego, out of who you right. are, <laughs> right? Yeah. Out of all these things that kind of keep you locked in a box, right. and start yes. to really expand the lens through which you see the world, mm-hmm. because that's the only way we can truly lead when we can. You know, when we can see everybody's viewpoint, when we can, right. when we can be open to the experiences of other people, when we can lead with empathy, when we can connect our hearts to other people, hmm. then we can really create incredible right. experiences. Transcendent is the right word. Yeah. I was trying to think about it. I was thinking about it earlier in some other podcasts where like, well, there's a, I, I, I'm not going to go there, but there's a French writer who I'm a big fan of his work. And he, he always says that like to assume that there's like this transcendent meaning to life is wrong, actually. And that, so it's up to us to make the values that are our highest values. So does that, to me, if I were to lead, that's what I would do. I would say, listen, the world isn't insane. There is no right or wrong, truly. But I'm, we're going to work together to, dis- to discern the values that we live by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to make these decisions together, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to we're going to do our best to come through this together. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't always happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be perfect. Life is not perfect. Right. <laughs> but right. the more you can work to, like, share that with other people, um, the more, yeah, the more connected the experience becomes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we keep, I, 
I'm so visual. Yeah. <laughs> but in my head, I just keep thinking, it's just like shutting a door, shutting a door, mm. shutting a door, right? And so, so many people do that. They're like, right. you know, somebody will walk up to them. Very simple example as a leader and be like, hey, can I? No. <laughs> right? Like the immediate answer is no. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't work for us or that's not what we do rather than sitting down and being like, okay, well, why would that person ask that question? Right. What why would you about? immediately? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about that request? Right. Yeah. And is that because I don't think I've ever had a boss where I didn't feel a certain level of like discomfort around them. And I've seen you at Joe's where you're in that leadership role and you're still, there's that, you take on a bit of sternness or you take Mm -hmm. on like a frankness, but like there's been times like I'm going to talk to a boss about something. It's just like, and for for years it was like, well, the problem's me. I'm an asshole. I'm like this peon (laughs) stock in the shelves or whatever, but leadership it is hard as much as it is easy it's also hard that well, makes no sense on. it's full on mm-hmm. so you, you might come at this guy and he might be having a bad day or he doesn't even like the job or whatever but maybe that is the difference is that it for them they see well you tell me like what what's the kind of the pitfall there as a leader to get bogged down in what is that the ego mm-hmm. takes over mm-hmm. or this guy's a this guy's a distraction to me right now or yeah i think um it's it's doing versus being. Mm. So it's getting caught up in like the task, the check, the to-do list. Interesting. You know, versus showing up and truly listening to another human being mm. or figuring out how to connect or, you know what I mean? Like all those things. Yeah. So so I actually don't call that leading when mm. they're doing. It's managing. Sure. Everybody, we all have to manage too. I have a to-do right. list that I have to do today mm-hmm. that doesn't go away. Mm. What I'm talking about is leading and that's that's where we connect. That's where mm. we connect our minds and our hearts and we share our thoughts and mm. our our visions and our dreams for the world, right? <laughs> and like sure. all, all of those things. And 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 the to-do list then takes care of itself when yeah. you're able to have that connection. Huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think that is kind of what we've been saying all along is like the if I don't know if you want to call it, if it's the bedrock or if it's the opposite if it's like the governing with the transcendent umbrella that tells you what to do yeah all the day to day stuff will just kind of happen but also you have to be physically mentally in good shape to like you said leadership's full on yeah yeah I don't <laughs> and that's where you start right yeah. like so those self care routines sure, are so sure. important like I have a I have a pretty like people look at me and they're like you're kind of crazy but I have a pretty crazy self care routine like mm. I wake up. Every single day at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. <laughs> I meditate, I visualize my day, I journal, I have a gratitude practice, nice. and then a lot of times I'll work out. So, like, the first two hours of my day is, like, it's you know, you. it's, it's you me. T- yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people think I'm crazy. You know, they're like, wow. that's a lot. That's a lot of time. And, wow. and I didn't just start doing that. Like, that took years yeah. to build into. But For it's sure. like, now if I don't do it, it's noticeable. Right, it's noticeable in a oh, day. Oh, big or, time! Yeah, because you're now doing things that are so good for yourself on every level that yeah, you need it to yeah. keep. That's also kind of the well, I don't know. Could that be a trap of self improvement and, and and doing the right things? Is like truly to to do the right things is always doing the right things, and it's it's like doing a little bit of the wrong things is very bad. You know, like I go for a walk every morning. If I skip that one walk, I feel it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Fifteen minute walk. It does way more good than 15 minutes worth, you would think. Yeah. I think we have 
to practice compassion too with ourselves, right? Wow. A little bit of grace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are sure. still human. Yeah, and, that you is know, true. That is we're true. gonna get drunk at a baby shower and not get up and go for our walk the next day sometimes. And you know, that's you gotta, okay. <laughs> you gotta do that to me, huh? But you're right. It's true, right? It, like I saw a great tweet. It was like this uh the, the classic quote, Oh, I'm hard on myself, or I drive myself hard. It's like, no, you're actually mean to yourself. Yeah was was the, yeah. the tweet. Which Why? Well, you got to be, you do, I mean, for me at least, I can fall into a place of being very undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And if I if I start to stray, a little bit of self-directed anger is sometimes necessary. But right. maybe, Interesting. You, maybe you're a little kinder to yourself than no, I am. No, I, I think you're right. I, as you're saying that, I'm like, no, I do get angry with myself sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm just uh, cautious of how much I do that or how sure. long I do that for or, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Because if, so... What you say to yourself will manifest in your outward world, right? Mm. And if you are a leader, mm-hmm. it will manifest with the people that you lead too. And so you have to be kind of cognizant of those things. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, an, that's a crazy thing too is to, more than we understand, we are in control of our reality truly. Yeah. Like it is, it is actually all up here. Yeah. So, and, and the way you talk to yourself and the way you see the world is the way you see yourself in a lot of ways 100 percent. i totally had like a super crap day this week and i was like just like right down in the (laughs) in the gutter and i was like i remember i was going to bed and i was like oh that was like the worst day and it and then i was like reflecting on it i was like it was all my thoughts Hmm. i was like what happened today that was so bad nothing (laughs) nothing happened in my external world that was so bad that should have put me in that place it was my like mental right uh thought process that day and and i just let it like you chose to think yourself down into the yeah and so like and so i remember going to bed and being like oh okay well i'm not gonna do that tomorrow right and people have accused me of being like this eternal optimist and Mm. i'm always like no 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 (laughs) like i work at that like i have Mm. real shitty days i have Mm -hmm. days where i wake up and you know like lots of people don't even know my story but like my husband suffered a brain injury i like i'm like a caregiver at home i have lots of things going on that challenge me every single day and Mm. i i choose how i show up every day i work at that i think Mm. about that because if i didn't it could totally go the other way and then what kind of impact am i creating what kind of a leader am i being how am i showing up right right? and it's not like i'm hiding what's wrong i'm honest about what's Mm -hmm. wrong but I'm not going to put this like negative vibe and energy out into the world right. every day when I can be conscious of it. And some days you're not, right? Like nope. I had that crappy day and it yeah. and it happened. But I was able to recognize at the end of the day and choose again. Hmm. And I think really connected leaders can do that. And they're honest. Like, like I went back to... Uh, the girl I was training, and I was like, yeah, I had a really crappy day yesterday. Mm. Sorry about that. Like, I was, like, really down. And right. and you can be honest about that with people, too. And right. it doesn't have to be, like, this, like, we're hiding from it kind of thing. Right. It's all this experience of life, right? Hmm. I would say that we are in a time of real personal honesty and openness, for better and for worse. But you you telling your trainee that you had a shitty day, that might even have been unthinkable in, in some, some lifetime ago, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's sometimes you get you get people sharing too much, and that's one thing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that honesty when you can like map on because we think we have ourselves figured out, I guess, and then you try and relate to another person is like how much of each other is actually meshing. Whereas, like, the more honesty, the more you can. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also like 
modeling the way for other people, right? right? right. So hopefully at some point she takes that honesty and figures out what that looks like for her and shares that with somebody else, Mm. which then inspires, right? And inspires other people to lead in different ways. And I just think it's... I just think it's so beautiful. Like, I just don't have a better word for it. No, I think it, it's really cool. It's like passing down tradition over yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But through uh, leadership. Through leadership. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe just as we kind of get toward the end here, I think there's kind of a leadership crisis in the world. Like, at least, okay, let's think about the way COVID was. And you don't have to say anything political if you don't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't force you to do anything. But the point is, the way COVID was handled in this province could really could not have been worse. They yeah. fucked up on all sides everything yeah right and i just heard that joe biden's approval ratings are like in the getting towards the 30s justin trudeau was voted in again with 30 percent of the popular vote something like that Uh, we're in a time now we've always been i guess where politics is all about uh concealing information and and dividing people in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. that isn't a healthy model of leadership so i wonder as a, a where does leadership start, I guess? Because we cannot, I don't think we can look to our so-called superiors for, for, for that. Like, does mm-hmm. it start in the home? Or is, it, is it an inbred trait, an inborn trait where some people are more uh, inclined to lead? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where does that come from? Yeah, that's from? interesting. Um, well, <laughs> you're like politics. I'm like, I don't even think of politics as leadership. <laughs> yeah, no, that's completely <laughs> like the so truth. so far from it in my mind. I'm like, it, it's again, I, yeah, yeah, it's very, it's, I don't even, yeah, I'm not going to super go there, but. No, you don't um, have to. I think, I hope I made the point. It's you like, did, yeah. And it, like, yeah, it's not, it's not leading, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not leading. And so I think this, I think the origin story for everybody is different, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you're lucky, you have a leader in your family um, who gets it, right. right? Who understands what it means to be connected, and that it's a human experience. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have that, I think if you're passionate about it and it's something you want for yourself, you discover it, right? So that was okay. more my story. Okay. Um, I discovered it and I, I I like my story. I mean, it's my story, so I like it. But <laughs> yeah, that's good, I though. also like that I was able to create it how I wanted, mm. right? And I was able to test and I had this kind of... Uh, experiment if you will for 16 years of testing different leadership models and trying different things and then pulling together and being like no like this is the alley stone way this is how i'm going to do this and this is how i'm going to impact people and i think that that was really cool so i didn't have any uh super preconceived notions of what it Mm. would look like for me and um so that was a really fun journey maybe it took me longer But, but that's okay. All the better, I think. Yeah. You had more time to do the experiment. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was an incredible experiment. Incredible. I'll tell you I'll tell you a quick story sure. before we wrap it up. Yeah, but please. I like I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but uh fifteen years ago, a friend of mine approached me and asked me to uh kind of reinvigorate a five K run for cystic fibrosis okay. at Original Joe's. Oh, and okay, okay. I was like, I was in my early 20s, you know, starting to figure it out, but not a very good leader. (laughs) Okay. Like I'm going to really lay it on the table. Yeah. Yeah, A little rough around the edges (laughs) and, um, struggling. I'm leading a store. I'm struggling. I'm not doing a very good job. Okay. Um, it's my first GM role. And yeah, so he asked me to take on this run with him. And I remember thinking, I don't want to donate my time to that. Like I didn't want to, like, I was like. You know, like, I don't, like, this is, what do you want me to do? I, you know, and so anyway, so somehow he convinces me to agree (laughs) to this, to this run. 
And um, so as of this August, it was 15 years that I have put on this run. And wow. so it feels to me like in the blink of an eye, <laughs> yeah, I went through 15 years of executing this run for cystic fibrosis. And mm. so what ended up happening was it ended up becoming like the flagship event for original Joe's. And mm. throughout the course of those 15 years, it's now become, you know, some really cool things like um, the third overall uh, top non-corporately funded, funded wow. fundraising event for CF in Canada, like crazy wow. things. Yeah. Um, but you know what the coolest thing was, was it taught me how to lead. So huh. it taught me how to show up for a community in a way that I wasn't getting paid for, you know, sure, sure. that I had to hold myself accountable to and that it was only ever going to be what I chose to create it to be. Right. It was wow. only ever going to be as big as I wanted it to right. be. And right, right, right. there was years where I was like, oh, it's not going to be big. And it wasn't big. And then there was years where I like had this vision and I was like, I'm going to, you know, turn this and it would it would be like the most incredible event ever. And, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about this, but like, it's all about your perception of things and how you choose to engage. And so it's taught me so many lessons over the 15 <laughs> years. I'm so incredibly grateful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and so we all have these experiences in our lives. And, and but for me, you know, like there's all these things, all this money that's been raised and all these, yeah. but it's, it's, it's the connection. It's the people. Mm. I show up to this event every year. And, you know, we have 15 years. We have people that have come every year now. And, wow. like, I get to see these people and connect with them and hear these stories of, you know, people who live with cystic fibrosis and right. just different things. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's not about the money for me. It's all about the people. Right. And, and to me, that's, like, a real act of leadership. Hmm. And um, I think it's inspired a ton of people to go out and do really cool things in our company. So wow, yeah, that's that's really cool. Like, congrats! Oh, like, fifteen oh, years of of that kind of contribution is huge. It's wild. It is. Yeah, it uh, hit me this year. I was like, fifteen years. Do you have a sense <laughs> of how much money has been over those fifteen years? Yeah, you know a total? well over a quarter million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Yeah. And it, it, for a grassroots community well, event, yeah. like it's right. Yeah. And, and really interesting what you said was like, it is only going to be as good as I make it. Like it's yeah. only going to be as big. Like, and you know, it, that's something you got to really take on is like, this was great because I made it great or it was, it wasn't as great because I didn't put my full yeah. effort and attention into it. Yeah. And it was obvious those years and those are the huh. years I was growing. Right? right. And, um, yeah. And when I put my full effort into it, people were inspired to come and join right and people were inspired mm. to come and volunteer and people were inspired right. to come make it bigger and right. like they gravitate like yes. you had that pull yes and any leader can do this right right i guess that's my point like sure. this is one yeah. of one of my stories but anybody could have this story right yeah i'm not i'm not special or unique <laughs> i just put my heart into it and cared about it beautiful so so let's say now someone wants to get in touch with you or or learn more about your services what's kind of the best route to learn about you um, well, I have a website. It's theinspiredleader.com. Mm -hmm. um, so everything, yeah, you can find out a lot of me about me on there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Stone underscore underscore or on Facebook at The Inspired Leader. Beautiful. Check it out, folks. If you need leadership, <laughs> I would, could recommend nobody better. So thanks, nice. Allie, for doing this. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll call it clear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about that, huh? Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. 
If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review. Thank mm-hmm. you.